host Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. What is going on? How are you? This is the first episode, new season. We're on it, man. Here it is. So, Married at First Sight, season 14, episode 1. The weddings are coming. The weddings are coming. <laughs> Reminds me of, uh, what's it called? Uh, Batman v Superman with Lex Luthor. The red capes are coming. The red capes are coming. Anyway, yep. Here we are, here we are again. Boston, season 6. You know, four years ago, back at it. All the shenanigans and all this good stuff. So let's get to it, man. Let's let's get to it. So this is the episode where um the all the couples are going to tell their family that you know they're getting married in two weeks. And so of course this is the fourth team. This is the fourteenth time around <laughs> that we've seen this. But you know, it's always it's always interesting. Some people are like, "Oh my God, like what are you doing?" And other people are like, "Yeah, man, you know, this is what you wanted. Why not? Let's do it." And I, you know, I kind of give the, those uh, people props, even though it is still weird because it's not as if it's just those two people, and then okay, yeah, you can get married and all that stuff. But you are joining two families. You know, like that's the thing. It's it's one thing. Let's say if people elope, but they're like, okay, you know, they they're married. But no, you're 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 connecting two families together, and that's why people. I can I can completely understand people's hesitation by this process because it it this marriage doesn't only involve you. It involves your entire family, especially you know, of course, when you have kids. Boom now. That family is locked in, like, there's two gene pools, and that kid, whether you are married or divorced, that kid is holding on to your uh, genetic code, and is going to pass it along whenever they grow up and get married, or maybe not get married, or have kids themselves, you know, your families are connected, so I completely understand when Parents are like, oh my God, like, what are you doing? You shouldn't do that. How how dare you do that? You need to take it with more uh, seriousness. And other, But, you know, but I guess just the way that we're adapting in our world, you know, with like Uber and Lyft and dating apps, you know, everything is done like digitally or quickly or just, I don't want to say unorthodox but just in a more simplified way. So this is almost like the simplified way of marriage too. You know, everything gets upgraded. TVs, video game systems, computers, phones, your banking, everything. So it's just like, yeah, why won't I? I mean, how, well, it is different because it's not that far off from like, I guess, matchmaking. You know, a matchmaker finds your, person and then you go out with them but i mean you don't necessarily get married to them and that that's one thing but like just the um manufacturedness of it is still the same and i think that's what gets on people's nerves is like well how can you 
marry this person. Well, then again, you don't see that person until until the day of, that you literally get married. So it's not like, and I get it, that parents are afraid. But again, it's not like they're picking somebody off the street. You know, just like some random like bum off the street. Hey, you, you want to get married? Yeah, all right, cool. We got a match for you, <laughs> you know? You know, everybody takes the test and questionnaire and all that stuff so it's all good you know what i mean well i mean it's not always all good trust me there there have been more divorces than marriages but <clears throat> i don't think there's been that many uh horrible matches i mean there have been some but i'll probably say out of the handful of all the couples in the entirety of the series, what, they've been, like, what, six? Six or seven that have been, like, really, really bad. And the other ones were just bad, but not to the level of, oh, my God, this turned out to be the most horrible thing on the face of the planet, you know? Um, not too many, so. But, I mean, I, I, get, I get the parents' discretion. But, it, yeah, it is... It is it's it's interesting. All right, so um, all right, let's get to it. So it's Mark and Lindsay. Mark and Lindsay are first to tell their sides of the family that they're getting married. So Mark says that he moves faster than his counterpart, and he knows what he wants. <clears throat> and he says, "If I'm with you for six or eight months, we should be getting a place together." And I'm like, "Whoa!" I feel that that's way too quick, only because. Like, I mean, when I hear that, I mean, yeah, wait, how old is he? How old is this guy? Mark is 37. Okay, so, damn, I, I say this every, I say this every year. It's crazy how I will be older than some of the contestants, or usually all of them, actually. <laughs> I'm usually older than all of the contestants, but they seem to be much older than me life-wise you know like they all got great jobs you know living by themselves in their home and they got cats some of them have cats some of them have dogs some of them have cars well all of them have cars and it's just crazy it's just like man how do i get to be that so maybe i don't know maybe for him six to eight months is all right i don't know man i don't think so because, like, how many how many relationships are you getting into? You know what I mean? Six to eight months is not long at all. But then, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's different. When, well, I mean, I I have gone out with a lot of people in my adulthood, but at the same time, I didn't not live with them. I don't know. I don't know if I could be. I don't know. I, I for me, I think that um, I think that a year or at least a year, you know, year year and a half. No, year and a half. You should th think about moving in. Like it's every six to eight months, um, because he's like he's saying, if I'm with you for six to eight months, like. I'm sure, uh, how, how, 
how have your relationships lasted? I mean, no, that's the wrong. How many of your relationships have lasted for six or eight months? You know, like, do, do they end at four or five? Because I'm sure he's had plenty of relationships that have lasted for six to eight months. So for you to think that, okay, you know, six to eight months, it's the, it's the time now. Let's go. Let's move in with each other. Like, because hmm? I don't know. I, I don't like my, well, not my ex, the person that I used to date with. She was always the same way, like around like eight or nine, ten months. She would always want to, she would always want the person that she was staying with to move in, and I mean, and for the most part they did. But like, I don't know, like why would? No, because <laughs> I don't want to move in with. All right, this is the thing. Let's say, you know how like chicks are always saying. Oh, I don't want to sleep with every dude that I go out with or whatever. Like, it's going to make me feel like a whore or look like a whore, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, it's kind of like that same thing where it's like, okay, let's take the person that I used to date, for instance. Like, she's gone out with, I don't know, four or five people, right? Longer than, you know, 10 months. So she's moved in. No, they've moved in together. Like, she's moved in with somebody, each, you know, five times already. So it's like, one, does that mean anything now? Like, why do you need to move in with the person to make it real? And two, it's like, that's five times that you didn't, you know, it didn't go anywhere past that. You know, so you'd go, you know, you'd share property with the person. It would go where it went. And then it died. And then now you need to get a new spot. You know? And it's like, you had to do that You had to do that five times? That's, that's heartbreaking. You know? Because usually it means, you know, when you move in with somebody, that usually means like, hey, you know what the next step is? Because why? Or, or, or let's say you don't. Let's say you don't subscribe to that. Because, again, yes, not everybody needs to get married and whatever, blah, 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 progressive and whatever. Fine. You don't get married, right? Cool. I mean, you don't want to get married. Fine. But why do you want to move in with each person that you go out with? That's my thing. Regardless of how long it's been going. Cause if you <coughs> because if you don't want to take it further than that then just stay at your own place and have that person stay at their own place have you know why do we need to join forces when we're not going to get married why do i need to move in my shit into your spot or worse moving into a uh a neutral place if we're not gonna take that next step i think that's what i'm that's what i'm trying to say um, so I don't like that. Mark is like, yeah, if I'm with you for six to eight months, let's move in together. Like, well, why are you trying to, what? Six to eight months? I don't know, bro. And that's, that's too quick for me. Um, he says most of the time when he meets people, um, they know that he wants something and it scares the shit out of him. 
which I can understand because, you know, again, he might be moving too fast for them. But also, I think some women would like at least that confidence. They're like, oh, he's not messing around. He doesn't want to just, you know, fuck me or whatever. He actually wants to have a relationship um, and he wants me to move in. Okay, cool. I'm not used to that. So, hey, for some women, that's cool. Um, so, um, Mark's mom, no, I'm sorry, Mark's grandma has dementia and his mom is in rehab and he, uh, and she can't take care of herself. And he's, he knows that this is a big issue with, I mean, this might be an issue with his significant other. And one of the people says, you know, hey, what would you do if she says, you know, your future wife, that no, I'm not, I'm not going to take care of your mom. And he's like, man, I don't know. Like, "Mm, I don't know. Like, that's messed up because wouldn't that woman want to know that she will be taken care of when she gets to that age? So I think it would be messed up for a woman to say no. I think it's, I don't know, trash or garbage that you're taking care of your mom and your grandma. I'm the priority in your life now, blah, blah, blah. It's like, uh, bitch, um, you know that this is what I'm going to be doing for you when you get old, right? So why are you complaining? So I don't know, but that'd be pretty messed up if a woman didn't want to do that. But I, you know but you know what? I, I, I understand Mark's issue because that is a big thing it is a big thing you know um yeah i feel i feel sorry for him it it, that that is a big responsibility for him to have with his mother and his grandmother that he has to take care of i mean granted they're in their local facility and they're getting help the help that they need but still he he's still putting in that work so i completely understand um yeah and that sucks that that really sucks for any budding relationship uh so we have lindsay it, her um her dad said that she's a lot and she absolutely is she is so much <laughs> she's a lot and you know what and and it's so funny because I was like, who does she remind me of? And then she kept smiling and smiling and smiling. And then they brought up this one picture when she's putting on her lipstick. And I was like, oh, my God. There it is. She reminds me of Harley Quinn. Well, actually, yes, she does remind me of Harley Quinn because she's blonde and she smiles a lot and whatever. But even worse, like, while the episode was going, she laughs like the Joker. So I was like, wow, she is both Harley Quinn and the Joker. And I was like, that's perfect. That's why she's freaking so uh, crazy. <laughs> she reminds, She's like insane. She has all this energy. And she, a mile a minute, she has no filter. Um, She's nuts. <laughs> I mean, she's cool, but she's nuts, man. And then, you know, you have uh, Mark. You know, a.k.a. Mark the Shark, MTS. So, I mean, you know me and my DC uh, comics head. You got King Shark and Harley Quinn. Boom, there you go. They should be a match made in heaven, even though those characters 
aren't necessarily combined together unless they're doing the Suicide Squad. But um, yeah, so that's going to be in my head. King Shark and Harley Quinn. So there you go. Uh, she doesn't drink coffee because it's too much of a stimulant. Yeah, she would freaking go insane. Um, she likes to go to bed at 9.30. And yeah. The funny thing is, I mean, she the way that she speaks and her energy and her sometimes sultriness, I'm sorry, I apologize already, but I bet you she's fucking awesome in bed. <laughs> I, I, You can just tell. You know, I mean, but there are some things that I am kind of mad at her about pertaining to uh, bedroom activities. We'll get to it. But, um, but yeah, I bet you she's fucking crazy in bed, like super enthusiastic in bed. And uh, ladies, we like that. All right. Men like it when you're enthusiastic. OK, we don't like you just laying there like a floppy fish and doing nothing. <laughs> all right. You don't need to imitate a porn star now like i mean unless you're really feeling it but you know we 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 like to know that we're doing a good job so please a little bit more pep in your step that that'd be awesome but no doubt in my mind that Lindsay uh is a maniac in bed <laughs> um so she said that last year she was planning a wedding and five days before the wedding happened, <laughs> he called it off. That's crazy. And so she wants a partner and a family. The dad said, no, the brother says she has a strong personality, no filter. She kicks ass and takes names. Um, see, that's crazy because, like, la yeah, last year she was planning a wedding. So, you know, she waited a year, I guess. But at the same time, see, that's the thing, man. That's the thing. It's very hard to, like, go back down once you reach that pinnacle of hey i'm gonna get married for the rest of my life you know and and, and she went farther than me she you know she's she was five days away from getting married me I, I was just engaged you know so like for me for a very long time i was like ugh, i don't want to go back down to just you know talking to somebody it's like Ugh. Oh, do you like bread? Well, I like bread too. Isn't that amazing? You know, and all that dumb stuff where you were like ready to settle down and be with that one person, you know, for the rest of your life. So even though to me, I mean, even though from I guess from the outset, it is very strange that just last year she was about to get married and now, again, one year later, she's going to get married again. That should raise a red flag. But at the same time, it's like she's probably been on a wedding high. And like, no, I'm not going back down there. I'm I'm up here. And I deserve to be up here. So, I don't know. I don't know if that's a red flag or not. I'm not sure. Um, but, yeah. So... The dad says, uh, your significant other better have the patience of a saint. Um, he says she doesn't shut up. Um, <laughs> she reacts when she gets mad. She reacts instead, instead of responds. And he says that she's a lot to handle. And he hopes that her partner is a lion tamer. Because, <laughs> again, 
you know, she, she's just insane. She's, she's nuts. So now we're uh, on Katina and Elajuan. So Elajuan has a uh, secret identity. No, not secret identity. An alter ego, I should say. And it's Isaac. Isaac is his middle name. But he would used to, back in the day when he was a playboy, he would go by Isaac and, you know, just, you know, sow his wild oats, play people, cheat on people. Um, yeah, so pretty much he was an F-boy slash douchebag. He was very toxic. Um and yeah so he says that 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 isaac is dead and he wants a traditional wife so you know he's telling his family like yeah you know i want a traditional wife i want to when i come home i want a home cooked meal and then one of the wives actually i think she was a wife she was like well what if what if she can't cook and she's like and he's like yo that's not a wife then that's not a wife that's not a wife and and he said that you know that's pretty much a deal breaker if she can't cook so when he first said that, when the person said, what if she can't cook? And he said, that's not a wife. That's not a wife. You know, immediately I was taken aback. I was like, whoa, you can't say something like that. That's messed up. The girls are going to go crazy on you, whatever. And that's wrong, right? But then I started thinking, because I was like, you know, th that's offensive, right? Even I, Even I was offended. I'm not even a girl. But at the same time, Let's think about it. Is he wrong for saying that? I mean, and I'm not even talking about, oh, it's his right to say. I'm not even saying that. But it's like, can a wife be a wife if she doesn't cook? If she can't cook, sorry. Not if she doesn't. Um, How about if that's a mainstay of what a wife is, right? Now, I know a lot of you girls out there listening to me you're saying oh hell yeah you could be a wife without um cooking or whatever now you might be again you might take offense to that because maybe you might be the one that he's talking about that you can't cook but you're calling yourself a wife because you're married now you could be married and not be able to cook but are you a wife and again i'm not trying to uh rustle any feathers or whatever but let's take it the other way Let's say a man doesn't know how to fix things. Is he a husband? Is he a husband to you? If you know you want to go out with somebody and he can't he can't fix let's say he can't fix a tire. But he calls himself a husband. Are you gonna be like Psh. are you gonna be like, hell yeah, he's a husband? Or are you gonna be like, yo, you better know how to fix a damn goddamn tire? You know what I mean? That that's the thing that I mean. Like, does he have a point? Does Elijah have a point that maybe a wife is a person who cooks and you know all the other shit too, you know, whatever that entails, but a wife no should know how to cook. You know what I mean? Just like you would want a man to know how to fix a tire or fix something in the house you know he's handy if a man is not handy is he a husband to you take it like take it like that that's what i mean so again i'm not saying that you're not a wife if you can't cook but i'm just saying does i don't think i should be i don't think i should judge him so quickly without thinking about what he's actually saying 
Because for him, he knows how to build. He knows how to fix. So, because he knows probably that a woman would ask him of that. Because you, you know, you know you women, you have, you know you have your lists. So, uh, of what a husband should be. So, can't why can't his list be fulfilled too to understand what a wife is so if if a guy comes up to you and he doesn't have your list he's not a husband to you correct so for him a wife is someone who knows how to cook and if he were to come upon to you and you do not know how to cook then you are not a wife to him <laughs> so i don't know i i, I think that that's interesting it's just an interest it's just an interesting thing if you really think about it again i'm not necessarily agreeing with him but i just want to see his perspective and give it a chance i guess it's 14 days before the wedding uh katina um she said that single katina used to start from 7 p.m. to 3 or 4 a.m. in the morning yo i don't know how y'all do this okay I guess, well, how old, how old is she? She's she's about to be 30, I think. Or she, no, she is 30. Okay, so I get it. You, you, you still have a lot of energy. Listen, I went to my um, best friend's area in Atlanta for New Year's Day. No, New Year's Eve, sorry. And granted, granted, I did go to work earlier that day when i went to go see him so i was up at three o'clock in the morning on friday december 31st and i went to work i got out at 3 p.m i think and i flew down to atl got there at 8 p.m went to go see him um we chilled out hung out and then we went we went to a club and then we went to a house party and um we we got out at at the house party at like 3:30 a.m. so i was up literally for 24 hours but around 12:01 i was like yo i am done i'm dead and we stayed there for another 2 hours at that hotel i mean not that hotel at uh, that house party so i was done and i'm like yo people do this not every day but like the every weekend like y'all do this like y'all don't want to sleep like my god and it's like i am tired i don't know how y'all do this i mean sure it's, it's probably fun and all but man i don't know um it's crazy but anyway um she says she's been cheated on um she said that the dude that she was dating her was dating somebody else for the same amount of time but she only found out a year after the fact that they broke up or maybe a year in a year after they've been going out or something like that i don't know but she hasn't been in a relationship in three years um she's she's reserved and because of that you know with the whole cheating stuff she's very reserved and not letting herself not fall into the trap but be vulnerable because of all the shit that happened to her you know so um yeah, because she doesn't know if you're dealing with other people. So she's like, I'm good. 
So um, let's see. Next is um Steve and Noi, and um, I'll tell you right now, Steve's cousin Katie. Mm, I'm coming for you, girl. <laughs> Once that IG opens up, okay. Once that IG opens up, I'ma look for you, cause you're cute. Anyway, um, Steve says you know he's adventurous. He's good. Um. And yeah, he just you know just wants a family, just wants love, and uh, noise. So they go to Noi, Noise's friend, um, Supraja. She's Indian. She's hot too. I might go. I might go for her, maybe. But Noi though, Woo. um, uh, go to Noi. She has an alter ego herself. Her alter ego, her alter ego is called Noisy, and uh, that freaking whole, uh not monologue uh vignette that they did showcasing this this other alter ego because she says she you know she's silly she puts on wigs and all this stuff she likes to dance and she likes to twerk and while they were showing that i was like you okay no way girl you lucky i'm not in boston all right <laughs> but yeah she yeah, Noi is definitely my boo of the season. Okay, she's yeah, she's banging. She's a hopeless romantic, and man, let me tell you how much of a hopeless romantic she is. So she says she crosses the water for love. Okay, she does. She went to Bulgaria. Okay, this chick is from Boston. No, no, she's not from Boston. Sorry, she's she used to be in a uh, Cali, and I can so see that now. She totally looks like a Cali girl, but um, she went to uh, Bulgaria. And you know, met you know, mess with this guy, and it didn't work out. And then she went to the UK, and she went for a couple months like that, and that didn't work either. So she was just like, "Damn it!" And then she just freaking um, she what's it called? She uh, moved to moved to Boston, you know, for a new life, and she loves family, and she wants a family and love. So, damn. I mean, hopefully it works out. I like I like Steve. Steve Steve is cool. Oh, yeah, and they were worried about him. The family is worried about him getting a job. I mean, not him getting a job. They're worried that his significant other will worry about him not having a job. And I'm like, yo, this dude is, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I get it. I, I, Come on, I get it. Like, I've, I've been in that position of the significant other worried about, you know, your the person getting a job. I, I've been there and done that. But I don't know. For him, I think he'll be good. Like, I really don't see him having a problem getting a job. So I don't know why they're making it into such a big deal. I mean, I do. I do. I, I shouldn't say that. I do realize that. But I, I really think that he will be able to get a job in no time. But I don't know. People are going crazy. So it's 13 days until the wedding. So now it's Jasmina and Michael. So this interview just solidifies at least for me jasmina being the brat of the season because she says um sometimes i ask myself why am i single then she says it's not me it's them so right there she takes no accountability into anything that might have been her fault or her downfall in any of her relationships or why she doesn't seem like people would come up to her because of you know of course because she's perfect i mean 
you know, look at her. She's she's perfect. She's a she's a Nubian goddess, you know. No, <laughs> okay. So she says, I ha I have a habit of picking people who are emotionally un unavailable. Mm, do you now? Okay. So, so you suck at dating. So you suck at choosing men. This is what you're saying, <laughs> you know, because I'm I'm sure there have been people who have been right for you. But you're like, no, I want this guy who who doesn't give a shit about me, um, who won't tell me how he is, who won't text me back, who won't call, who picks me up late, um, or maybe doesn't even pick me up at all, you know, because he's emotionally unavailable. I love those guys. You know, those guys are awesome. I mean, you admit it yourself. I have a habit of picking people who are emotionally unavailable. Come on, son. Those are the, those are the dudes that you like. Those idiots. That's who you like. That that gets your juices flowing. That's what makes your panties wet. Emotionally uh, emotionally unavailable guys. And you have the audacity to say, it's not me, it's them. Okay. Moving on. So, she said the last person that she was with had a baby behind her back. Okay? This is the type of people that she loves to date. Who who have babies behind her back? <laughs> this this is the type of men that she chooses to be with. The type of men who would have babies behind her back. All right, okay. Continue. <laughs> so she says she's looking for someone that challenges her um, and laughs so hard that her stomach hurts. Oh, is that so cute? Okay, so now we go to Michael. Um, and I feel like, I feel bad for Michael because I, I, I'm telling you, when I look at him, he, he, you know what, he seems like a swell guy. But he just seems like he's like a boy in man's clothing. And you know how they say um, a sheep, no, a wolf in sheep's clothing? It's kind of like that. Because like on the outside, he looks like a man. You know, like, and, and a woman would like, ooh, look at him, you know. And I don't know what he does for work, but, I mean, he, he, he has money. So, um, yeah, he just seems like, um, and again, he, he seems like a great guy. Like, he really does. But, again, he just seems like, he's like a little boy in, like, a man's body, you know. And especially considering that, he was uh raised by his sisters and um i mean it sucks though because like i mean he had a tragic tragic past where what was it his like his mom died because of breast cancer his dad passed away and his brother got shot so i was like my goodness like whoa that is insane and i feel so bad for him but then he you know his sisters uh raised him which isn't bad but to me and it's so funny because like i always hear this whole thing like oh my god i love a guy who was raised with sisters i mean who was raised by sisters or um who 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 have been raised around sisters because for some reason they believe that like oh he'll be better uh in tune with what a woman wants and blah 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 yes but at the same time, you you don't want that guy to date. 
You want him to be a part of your crew, to be your bestie and stuff. You don't want him to be the man of the house. You just want him because he understands you. But you don't want him to you don't want him to lead. You just need him to understand you. That's why you like that. That's why you like that those kind of guys, but you don't choose those guys to lead or better yet, you don't choose those guys to fuck. You don't fuck those guys. So why is that a good thing for you? Because you need somebody to call when you're into some shit. And then he'll understand exactly what you're talking about because he was raised by sisters. So you're like, oh my God, thank you so much. And then click, you'll hang up. And then you'll go out with the guy that you really like. And then you fuck him. <laughs> so I don't understand why women say, oh, I like men who have been raised by sisters or raised around sisters. For what? You, it makes, okay, so? You, you don't give him the same play that you give other dudes so what's the benefit for him because we know what the benefit for you is anyway um and he says for him that compromise is um extremely hard for him um and it's gonna be really hard and yeah that's gonna suck that's gonna suck um because marriage is all about compromise so good luck with that sir and we have the uh, final um, the final crew is uh, Alyssa and Chris <clears throat> so uh, yeah Alyssa and Chris so uh, Chris likes to play disc golf I know that doesn't wow people but to me it does <laughs> just because I don't know, just because, like, he's really good. He's really good at freaking throwing that damn frisbee, yo. Like, he's awesome. And he's freaking at a pro level. <clears throat> well, local pro level, he likes to say that. But regardless, he knows how to fucking throw a frisbee, okay? So, like, perfect because he wants a dog. Alyssa has a dog, but regardless. Let's say he was going to get a dog. He would he would throw that shit with, he would throw that frisbee with such accuracy. And that dog would be, would be running for miles <laughs> so he's a serial monogamous which means that he will spend years with somebody even though it m might be wrong for him which sucks because i totally understand that uh it, it 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 is hard to uh leave a relationship because i've never to my recollection i have never left the relationship they broke up with me so yeah well maybe i should make an episode about that like you know the the, the breaker upper like not who breaks the most but like have you have have you never broken a relationship you know i think i like that um yeah all right i should make that an episode coming soon <laughs> but anyway um he, he, he like the thing is yeah with him he's a serial monogamous so he has no problem going up to a chick at at a bar and saying hey you know what you're hot so let me freaking say what's up to you and he'll go out with her but he'll waste his time knowing that like man this person isn't really good but like he'll spend like six or seven months with her but he knows that she's not good but he's like uh, but i can't leave so I, that sucks i i i 
understand that. I, I feel that. Um, but Alyssa, she's a country girl. Uh, her last relationship, she was together for with the person for a year. And then they went ring shopping. And then the dude came home one day and was like, don't make dinner. We're breaking up. <laughs> like, who says that? <laughs> like, like, it'd be one thing to say, like, hey, don't make dinner because I'm taking you out on a night in the town. But he's like, listen, stop making the steak. This relationship is a mistake. I'm out. <laughs> That's so fucked up. Oh, my God. Anyway, so 10 days before the wedding, the grooms meet and the brides meet for the first time. So the guys on the guy's side, they're asking, hey, um, are you worried about um, irresistible attraction? Like, what's going on? Are you worried about, like, will they like you? Um, no, are you worried about will you like them? And they're, some of them are like, no, I'm worried that they won't like me. Because that's the thing. Like, dudes, like, we'll be all right, man. Like, like even if you're, like, okay, you're just like, eh, all right. You know, it's all good. But we're worried about if you don't like us because we're like oh man we can't change i mean of course we can change but we're like, we don't want to change we're we're all right we think we're all right so but the brides are worried about oh man does he have baby teeth like i'm telling you man yo you women you guys think about the craziest things um and of course they get to the inevitable question hey are you gonna consummate your marriage and the guys are like yo you know if it's there is there other people are saying that you know i'll wait you know i have no problem blah 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 um but you know the katina's like oh, i need an emotional connection and uh with Lindsay, she's like oh hell no and these are the and these are the two things that i don't like with the whole consummate the marriage thing okay it makes no sense to me why you're so hesitant about having sex with this person, right? But you have no problem marrying that same person in the same time frame. You know, you're worried about, because a lot of these women from this season and seasons past, the the, the ones that are like... um adamant about not sleep oh, oh oh my god because they feel it's a one night stand you know they're like you know it's because it's just the concept of it like i'm not seeing i don't know i don't know who the hell this guy is right and yet there is an expectancy to sleep with him at the end of the night so yes those two things i completely understand that does seem kind of crazy like, I don't know this person, but yet I have to sleep with them tonight. Totally understand. But you have to understand, you have to realize that there's going to be four hours in between those two events where you can get to know that, where you will get to know this person and then have a more clear sense of like you know what yeah because for me like why would you why would you shut that out like why like um i mean i'm getting a little ahead of myself but like with noi when they were at the um uh when they were at the um what is it not engagement party what is it bachelorette party when they're bachelorette party noi's like listen you know hey 
if I'm feeling it, I'm feeling it. Like, why not? Like, I'm not going to. She says she's open to it. See, that's that's the, like, it doesn't need to be a yes. But if you're open to it, cool. You know, and, and, she, and she even said, like, hey, but if I see him down the hallway, I mean, down the hallway, down the aisle, and I look at him, and I'm like, nah, we fucking tonight. You know, like, yeah, why not? Why the fuck not? Like, like th- here's my thing. <clears throat> Again, let's bring it back. Yes, you don't know this person, right? And you're quote unquote expected to sleep with him that night. Yeah, sounds crazy. But you have to understand the stuff that you put in your profile to be married, you put that in and they said they found a match. So essentially, it's you're meeting the person that you wished for. So why wouldn't you want to sleep with that person? You're the one who created this person. So why would you not want to sleep with the person that you feel is your ideal match? See, and this is why I hate it when chicks are saying, oh, girls love sex just as much as guys do, even more. No, you don't. (laughs) Because with this logic, you don't even want to sleep with the dude that you dreamt up. (laughs) does that make any sense to you i need an emotional connection you're the one who dreamed up this guy you know and that's bullshit by the way because you don't need an emotional connection because sometimes you sleep with fuck boys that you have no connection with and i don't see you guys having an emotional connection with a cucumber or with a freaking shower head or um a coke bottle or a dildo but you be you guys be hammering yourselves with those shits you know what I mean? You don't need no emotional connection for that. You just do it. So fuck out of here with that emotional connection bullshit. But anyway, again, you theoretically don't want to sleep with the dream guy that you dreamt up for the experts. Does that make sense to you? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. But all right, whatever, man. That, but that's what I hate. That, that's why I hate the chicks that are adamant about not sleeping with the person at nighttime, you know, uh, on the on the wedding night. I'm not saying that you have to. No, I'm not. I'm not even saying that you have to. I'm not even saying for the people who have been in traditional relationships to sleep on the wedding night. Although you're weird if you don't. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you know, fuck your wife on your wedding night okay but anyway but it's just that like just the adamant ones just like oh oh no like because what does that what does that make you feel like it makes you feel like you think you're like a whore or something but like you're sleeping with your husband the husband that you wanted to be with the husband that you (laughs) filled out a seven hour questionnaire for that guy and now you don't want to sleep with him come on now they go to uh pick out their um what is it their um the fuck did they their uh their wedding dress and their tuxes and all that stuff so Lindsay tries on a whole bunch of shit and she's like oh man she she tries one she's like oh man i hope i hope this shivers his timbers <laughs> you know but not on the wedding night though like she keeps saying that like oh not on the wedding night though but at the same time she keeps making jokes about her husband hopefully not having a small penis why do you care if he has a small penis or not you're obviously not gonna fuck it 
on the wedding night. So why should it, why should you care how big it is? You know, that, that's what I think, man. Y'all, y'all chicks, man. You guys get on my damn nerves. Like she wants, she wants to do with a big ass penis, but doesn't want it the wedding night. What, what like? Does it change like tomorrow? Like let's say you want to have sex like the next night. Like is that better for you or something? Or like oh let's wait for the honeymoon, bitch. What? <laughs> you know I mean here's the thing. If y'all don't want to have sex on the wedding night, at least do something. At least do something on the wedding night, and then you can go full force on the um, honeymoon. If you, if you guys are feeling each other, you don't. Again, you don't have to. But that whole like, Ugh, I'm not doing that. Like, who are you? You know, like, come on. Um. So. Um. Mark. Mark's mom might not make it to the summer. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mark is talking about that his mom might not make it until the summer. And she feel the people feel that she might be holding on just to see Mark, you know, get married or find someone, I should say. Um, He's sad because. You know, in season six, when he tried out for the first time, everyone was there. Everyone was there and everyone was healthy. So that would have been cool. But, you know, of course, you know, he didn't get picked. So everybody's in this predicament. Of course, it's not the show's fault or whatever. But, um, yeah, so he says that this would be a great finale for them, for his grandma and his mom, if he makes it with, I mean, not make it, like, have sex, but, like, he makes it with Lindsay you know and that i find that amazing like way to go mark you know that's that's a good that's a very good twist on it that's a very good twist um on that <clears throat> so 4 days into the wedding uh so of course everybody is um they're doing the bachelor bachelor party and uh lindsay says um this yeah this four days into the wedding so bachelor bachelorette and Lindsay's like oh man it's a small world in boston i wonder whose husband i've already slept with i hope he doesn't have a small penis and i'm like i was like first of all that's really rude second i was like actually that makes perfect sense i am very shocked in the 14 seasons of this show that somebody like did not know the other person you know i mean not i mean okay wait there have been couples who've known each other couples now who have known each other yes or have met before you know like uh luke and uh kate they knew each other from like a uh, uh, speed dating um uh johnny and bow they knew each other from college you know, shit like that, sure, but, like, I'm very surprised that, like, let's say, like, a bride didn't know another husband, you know, not necessarily her husband, but, like, another husband, or vice versa, like, a husband didn't know a wife, like, oh, my God, that's, oh, shit, that's Katina, we used to go out, like, that would be insane, I wonder how they prevent that from happening, 
you know i i would think that that would be um more common than the couples knowing each other i would think like oh my god like sure i mean they had friends well but then they were friends like it wasn't like um it wasn't like they had a what was it um damn what was the name miles and um Miles and that was Karen and Miles and Woody, Woody, Miles and Woody. They were they were friends, um, so they were on the same season, you know. But like, yeah, they didn't have two girlfriends. They've never had that yet. But they've never had, you know, cross contamination <laughs> like that. You know, like they haven't had that yet. That's that's pretty crazy. That'd be that'd be insane. But yeah that's interesting hmm. all right so um yeah but Lindsay, that's fucked up but but again yeah i mean she might have slept i mean anybody could have slept with any contestant you know before like how like how would you know that you know like this crazy maybe they asked them maybe they asked like who who was the last like six people that you slept with and then if the names don't match up it's like okay cool <laughs> um katina is like i don't like sex toys and um she's not that she's not that freaky which sucks <sighs> she's like she seems like she's gonna have a lot of vanilla sex not that vanilla sex is bad but at the same time it's like you know i want you to get oh you know a little crazy you know a little a little crazy um Olajuwon, forget it. I, I I feel bad for Olajuwon. Olajuwon is not gonna get what she what he wants from Katina because Olajuwon again he's the ex Playboy dude was taking off his shirt at the strip club. I mean that's what yeah they were at the strip club and dancing with the strippers. His freaking face was on his literal face was on the strip the strippers like butt cheeks. Okay, so like dude is. And he's like, yeah, man, it's so funny because he wants a traditional wife, right? But at the same time, he's like, yeah, man, yo, I want a, I want a girl, I want a wife who I can take to the strip club and be like, yeah, yo, you're not going to touch that girl's ass. You're not going to touch that girl's ass. Like goading her, like fam, what, what, how do you want a traditional wife, but at the same time, you want her to be just as wild as you? That's like freaking what's her face from last season. Um, <sighs> What's her name, man? Freaking Hurricane K. Michaela. She wanted a guy who could build shit, but also bake a cake. You know, he wanted she wanted her renaissance man. So like, you know, the perfect man, essentially. But like Elajuan wants the perfect woman. You know, ooh, I want a woman who could bake cookies and cook and whatever, clean the house. But I also want her to turn up and smack a chick's ass when we go to the strip club. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, fam, there's not too many chicks who will do that. You know, like, no. So you need to get that shit out of here. And Katina is definitely not doing that. Well, at least I don't think. I mean, even though she used to be an ex, even though she used to be a party girl, she's not trying to do that no more. <laughs> she's not um so i don't i don't know we'll see but i i don't think so but yeah but anyway back to the sex part i think they're gonna have whack sex because she's not i feel that she's not comfortable with her body so good luck with having her do anything but 
starfish maneuvers. <laughs> um, Noi is definitely down for the cock. You know, she said um, that, like, hey, you know, if it's a perfect night, you know, uh, no, her perfect night and the wedding night, she would stay up. And, you know, maybe if, you know, she would have sex, you know, if, 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 if the feeling is good. So that's good. That's what I like. That, that's exactly how she should be. That's how all of them should be. Fucking Lindsay. Well, uh, I'm not having sex. Not that. You know. Um. Whatever. But, um. Oh, Jasmina. Uh. Yeah, she says, uh, pertaining to, you know, the kiss at the altar. She's like, oh, yeah, you can hold my hand, but, like, don't shove your tongue down my throat. So it's like, I don't know. It's like, so women want to get married, but want to do none of what married people do. Like, that's the thing. Like, that's the thing that is very interesting to me. Because, oh, man, who who was saying this? I think it was the wife coach on, um on instagram please everybody follow the wife coach you know t-h-e-w-i-f-e-c-o-a-c-h the wife coach she gives amazing advice and one of those advice and one of those advice things were or like one of those realizations that she gave was like there are women out there there's two types of women no not two types of women they're 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 the women out there who are like who are married women and the ones that are wives. And there's a lot of married women out there who don't know how to be a wife. And this is a woman saying that. Not me. Not a man. Okay? So don't come at me. But I feel like a lot of these chicks, you know, I want to get married. I want to get married. I want to get married. Like, sure, you want to be a married woman. You want to be off the market. But you don't want to do anything that is required to be a wife. Or that a wife does, I should say. You know, all you want is that ring and the title so you can separate yourself from the commoners. You know what I mean? Like, you, oh, you can hold my hand, but don't shove your tongue down my throat. What? Yo, we are getting married. We're finding love. Like, I'm going to express myself. And now you don't want that? And then freaking Lindsay, uh, I don't want. Uh, you better not touch me wedding night, but you better have a big penis. Wh- what? What is going on? Oh, I'm. Oh, I don't want. I don't want to have sex. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. It's just very interesting. But um, so there's one day until the wedding, and Lindsay says, "No, this is the night before." So she has her like little camera thing. And she goes, I hope he's a good snuggle. He snores minimally, pulls me in when I'm frigid, and he understands that I want the right side of the bed. Okay, again, I hope he's a good snuggle and pulls me in when I'm frigid. Again, she wants everything to be done to her, but you don't want to do anything to your man. Like, I hope he's a good snuggle. So what you gonna tease me now? Oh, I hope he's I hope he pulls me in when I'm frigid. Nah, get yourself a comforter. <laughs> Since you don't want to do anything with me. Get your ass a comforter. Alright? <laughs> and keep yourself warm over there. Like, what's going on? 
anyway, wedding day. So we make it to the end of the episode, and there's only one couple who gets married, and it's Mark and Lindsay. Um, so what the what Lindsay's friends and family think of her? They say that uh, you have a lot on your hands. She's wildly adventurous, always up for a challenge, fiercely loyal, needs a partner who's supportive, open, loving, knows exactly what's on her mind. She knows exactly what's on her mind all the time, and sometimes with no filler, filter, and she holds on tight. And what Mark's family and friends think of him, he's generous, generous, kind, loyal, puts all of his energy in making you the center of his universe um you, well, your universe whatever um if he's ever too much oh yeah if he's ever too much it's because he goes all in with his heart on his sleeve so there you go um you know uh she i guess she likes what she sees that they never they never really they never really um he i know he likes her but i don't think she necessarily said oh my husband's cute or handsome whatever because you know why because she's been she well she's freaking drunk that's one thing and because she like took a couple of swigs before uh walking down the aisle and she had some soda too so she like burped and everything so like she's going a mile a minute oh do you have cats oh my god you have five cats oh no you know i'm gonna get rid of my cats do you like this what do you do all this shit you know just going on and 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 on just like yo shut the fuck up and even he said oh man you know she she's a lot of energy like yeah she is um so i don't know if she thinks he's cute cool whatever um because she wouldn't shut up so there's that but that's the end of the episode <laughs> so i don't know she's oh she's gonna be really annoying but we'll see next episode with the other uh the other um what's it called the other couples so we'll see with that but okay so we're here you know what time it is it's the and self-edition card game uh, the skin deeps the and self-edition card game and today's a special one because it's card 69 ow damn i wish i was doing that freaking tonight fuck <laughs> yo i'm crazy um <laughs> but yeah uh card 69 what does it say what is the lesson life is teaching me at this point in time um be patient because uh be patient and keep going i would say um yeah what is the life lesson life is teaching me right now be patient and keep going there's a lot of stuff going on in my life right now. And again, I, I will let you know in other episodes and in, in upcoming episodes. Uh, trust me. So it's telling me to be patient and keep going. Yeah, I need to keep going with with all my uh, projects. I, I, you know, again, I, I, I can't do anything. I can't do anything else but this. You know, I feel really good about it. I'm glad people loved the last episode. Uh, episode 81 um a lot a lot of people uh yeah a lot of people liked it so i'm 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 glad for that you know it was a, it was a lot of vulnerability said uh, there will be more 
you know, coming up. <laughs> and I'm I'm just glad that you guys are really liking this stuff. I mean, not the last episode. I mean, the last, you know, the last uh, interview, I guess, episode. The last guest episode, I should say. Um, I'm glad that you guys like that one, episode 81. Um, but yeah, what is the life? What is the lesson life is teaching me at this point in time? Yes, is to be patient, um, and just to keep going. That that's really all I can do at this point, and there has to be light at the rainbow. So that's all. That's all I can do, man. Just keep going. All right. So that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Listen Notes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. That is at TinkPod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at T-I-N-Q p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com that is at tinkpodcast at gmail.com and i'll read your suggestions on the next show so after today's episode i'm not saying i have the dating world figured out but i am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it thank you for listening my name is martini jean and i am the inquisitive nobody